Welcome back to another episode of The Jacob Johnston Show. There's no special announcements or program notes up front, so let's go ahead and dive right on in. Anybody looking at the Democrat Party right now knows that they are running scared. They try to hide it as best they can, but we can see that they are scared. They're scared of what's going to happen as a result of the forensic audits on the 2020 election, and we know that they are afraid of the 2022 midterms for several reasons. So let's go ahead and analyze this right now. So the Democrats are afraid of what's going to happen as a result of the forensic audits, and forensic audits are expanding. Now, given how much time has passed and how long those who engaged in election fraud had with the election machines, the voting machines, it's unknown at this particular point in time how much evidence is left versus what they could destroy or and how much they could completely destroy without showing uh, that the election records were altered. You know, at some point you do need a trail, you know, of the ballot and a record of who voted just in case of such an audit. And so the Democrats, they've been used to being able to engage in election fraud year after year without having to worry about getting caught, that there wouldn't be any audits and there wouldn't be anybody investigating the election. And now that the forensic audits are underway and they're underway uh, in uh, Arizona, Arizona and Maricopa County is wrapping it up and getting ready to put together the report. There's a push for forensic audits going on in Georgia. There's a push for forensic audits in Pennsylvania. And there's a push for forensic audits in a couple of other states. And the Democrats are worried because since they haven't had to worry about audits after all this time of engaging in election fraud, they're kind of concerned here about how sloppy they have gotten. How sloppy did they get? under the belief that no matter what they did, it would never be investigated, that they would be able to get away with it unchallenged. And so we see that there is a lot of attempts to interfere with the forensic audit. We have counties that are refusing to turn over subpoenaed information. And remember, elections are the sole domain authority of the state legislature, according to the Constitution. They determine the time, place, and manner in which elections are to be conducted. And they have the sole oversight authority of the election. And yet there is an attempt to stonewall and prevent them from being able to get the information that they need to, to basically defy subpoenas and defy court orders to hand over requested information. And then there are threats by Democrat governors and secretaries of state. Hey, you comply with the forensic audit. We're going to decertify these machines. And then it's going to cost you, uh, drop my pen. And then it's going to cost you lots and lots of money to have to replace them. But if you don't comply, the machines get to stay certified. Ah, oh, why am I dropping my pen all the time? I don't know. I'm not going to edit it out. But if you don't comply, well, you get to keep the machines and save yourself money. You know, that, that is part of what's going on here in the Stonewall. Well, in Arizona, they've wrapped up the audit, at least as best they can, given the fact that the subpoenas are being uh, refused. Uh, the counties are, ref Maricopa County is refusing to comply with the subpoena and refusing to comply with the court order to hand over the information. Well, now that it's at the point where it's apparent that, hey, even if they were to finally hand it over now, chances are they've gone through and scrubbed as much of the information as possible, destroying the information that would be needed. So now the Democrats are panicking over what's going to come out of Maricopa County and their forensic audit. And they've already been trying to preemptively attack it, attack the company that is doing the forensic audit, saying, oh, they don't know what they're doing. They have no clue. They're 
novice. You can't trust anything that's going to come out of this report. And we see that. They are afraid. They are afraid. Now, what's going to come out of the audit, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. And whether or not election fraud is conclusively proven to have taken place, what's, what, how do we address that? What, what do we do? Is there a means by which we can do some type of recall? Is there a means by which we can remove Biden from office once we have proven election fraud? And even if we do prove it in Arizona, well, that's just one state. You know, that's one county of one state. And that wouldn't have changed the electoral vote, is what they'll say. The other states, you know, there's no evidence of, and he still would have won. Therefore, stay in there. I mean, we already know what the narrative's going to be, how they're going to go through and try to attack it. And I say they've waited too long in order to do these forensic audits, because now, let's say Arizona comes out, proves it conclusively. Well, then, as other states go through their legal battles, what? It's going to take until some point in 2021 for all the forensic audits in all the states to go through and be completed. And there's going to be a lot of damage done during that time. And the longer he's allowed to occupy the White House, the harder it is to remove him as election fraud is proven. We already know that he is unconstitutionally installed in the White House based off of the fact that the election was conducted illegally. Again, the Constitution says that the state legislatures determine the time, place, and manner of the elections, but the elections were not conducted in the time, place, and manner in which the state legislature directed. And therefore, the Electoral College was not selected in the manner in which the state legislature directed. So we already know from that standpoint alone, Joe Biden is unconstitutionally installed in the White House. But we got the issue here of the forensic audit. And I'm going to be going through and very much paying attention to the report once it is released. But there is another issue here, and that is the 2022 midterms, which the Democrats are definitely afraid of. First off, we know that this is going to be an election year in which the congressional maps are redrawn as a result of the 2020 census. And we know that the Republicans control the majority of the state at least at the legislature and governorships. And we know that they're going to try and redraw the congressional map based off of what's going to benefit the Republicans. And the Democrats know this. Just like in Democrat states, they're going to try and redraw the lines to specifically benefit the Democrats. And we know what's going to happen is that the Democrats are going to come out once the congressional map is redrawn as a result of the 2020 census. And the Democrats are going to go through and file lawsuits and try and challenge those congressional maps. They're going to try and say, oh, this is, you know, r- done racistly. You know, they have redrawn the maps to target minority communities and drown out their voices in the election. That this is severe gerrymandering is what they're going to go off and they're going to try and claim. And so there's going to be lots of lawsuits that go off as a result. And we know that the Democrats are going to file those lawsuits in uh, districts are in courts that are dominated by leftist activists who don't care about the law, don't care about facts or truth, who use their position on the bench in order to try and implement through the courts what can't get passed in the state legislatures or in the federal legislature. And so we know that that's coming along too. But we also know that the Democrats' policies suck and that there's going to be a lot of blowback. And so as we go through here and we take a look at redistricting, the blowback that is going to come. But we also know 
that their ability to engage in election fraud is going to be severely hampered as states are passing election integrity law in order to try and block and prevent the election fraud that we witnessed in 2020. And they're going off and they're saying, you know what? All of the rewritten laws uh, regarding the elections, all the laws that were ignored as a result of COVID, you know, the use of COVID as an excuse to just rewrite all election laws, that's not going to stand in 2022. We're actually going to conduct the election in 2022 based off of the laws that were passed by the state legislature. And you know what? We're also going to have integrity law, you know, that you must show some type of ID to show that you are who you say you are at the time that you vote. They're hampering down on ballot harvesting. They are going off and they are putting more restrictions or more security measures around absentee voting. And so the Democrats are freaking out. What are they going to do? If the law, if the election has to be conducted illegal, I mean, legally, if the election has to be conducted legally and people have to actually show that they are who they say they are and they can't engage in election fraud, this is going to be horrible for the Democrats. You know, redistricting as a result of the census, the natural blowback that comes during a midterm election, plus election security being tightened to be able to prevent the election fraud. Well, of course, the DOJ that basically operates as an extension of the Democrats, even when Republicans are in charge, even when Republican administrations are in there, it seems like the DOJ is specifically set up and to target Republicans and give Democrats a pass on every illegal action and behavior. So, of course, the DOJ comes in and overstepping its bounds. This is from the red state. The DOJ overstepping its bounds in an attempt to stop states from auditing their elections in order to find and eliminate any possible fraud. Yes, the DOJ is trying to say, no, 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 you're not allowed to investigate the election or engage in forensic audits of the election. But it goes further. Apparently now, the federal government believes it's a violation of people's voting rights to ensure an election was carried out fairly in a manner that cannot change the outcome. I don't know. It makes no sense, but it's not unusual coming from the Biden administration. Now, Attorney General Merrick Garland and his cohorts weren't done. They weren't done, and they're not stopping at trying to say, you're not allowed to investigate the election. You're not allowed to audit the election. No, 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 no. They're going even further here. Now the DOJ is releasing guidance that truly is beyond belief. Apparently, it is now presumed to be unlawful for states to return to pre-pandemic voting procedures. So yes, unlawful. So if you decide, hey, all the changes that were made as a result of COVID, changes that were made illegally and unconstitutionally change. If you go off and you go back to elections as they were, before COVID, the DOJ is saying that's unlawful, that it is illegal for you to do that, that it is illegal for the state legislatures to exercise their sole authority under the Constitution. Now, the article continues to read, the first memo memo contends the Justice Department will scrutinize states that return some voting laws to what they were before the COVID-19 pandemic. The department's enforcement policy does not consider a jurisdiction's uh, readoption of prior voting laws or procedures 
to be presumptively lawful. Instead, the department will review a jurisdiction's changes in voting laws or procedures for compliance with all federal laws regarding elections, as the facts and circumstances warrant, the document says. Since the 2020 election, some states have responded by permanently adopting their COVID-19 modifications. By contrast, other states have barred continued use of those practices or have imposed additional restrictions on voting by mail and early voting. DOJ said, in view of these developments, guidance concerning federal statutes affecting methods of voting is appropriate. Now, this is amazing. So they're trying to say that all the election laws that were on the book before the pandemic, those are now illegal. You know, you're not allowed to use those. Only the changes made as a result of the pandemic can be used. But the pandemic is not systemic, is it? It's not going to be continuously forever, is it? Well, if you ask the Democrats, the answer is yes. There's always going to be a pandemic. And therefore, they are to determine the election laws. So we know what this is all about. The changes that were made as a result of COVID-19 were not based off of facts or science. It was based off of weakening, weakening election integrity. It was based off of trying to make election fraud as easy as possible and make it about as hard as possible to detect. And the Democrats took full advantage of all of the COVID-19 changes in order to engage in the most fraudulent election ever witnessed. People voting whose addresses didn't exist, voters who don't even exist, dead people voting, people voting multiple times, people stealing other people's absentee ballots to vote in their name, ballot harvesting, where the person harvesting the ballot was there monitoring who voted for who. And if they didn't vote the way they, the harvester wanted them to vote, they threw them away in the trash. That's what the Democrats want. They don't want to go back to where election fraud was hard to get away with. They don't want to do that. They don't want election integrity. They want the elections to be such that fraud is the easiest to get away with. And so now they're trying to go off and claim that Hey, all these laws that were perfectly fine before the pandemic, uh, they're now declared illegal, and therefore, we must not allow any election security. And of course, the DOJ plans on challenging any election integrity laws passed by the state. They're going to go off and try and challenge them. Why? Because the Democrats know that the midterms of 2022 are going to be horrible. The redistricting as a result of the census, the natural blowback of a midterm, plus the crackdown on election fraud. The Democrats are panicking in all of this, knowing that they're going to be pretty much screwed in the 2022 elections if the elections have to be held in a free and fair manner, where we, the people, cast a vote and how we vote actually matters and determines the outcome of the election. That's what they are panicking over. And as they are panicking, they're trying to find ways to get around democracy. They're trying to find a way to get around we the people. And there goes open borders. Oh, yes. So if you can't cheat in an election and you can't get people to vote for you, replace the voters. That is the mentality of the Democrats and the Biden administration. So we see here what's going on at the border. Uh, border Patrol apprehends 20,000 illegals in one week in one sector of the border. 
South Texas Rio Grande Valley has been the busiest border sector for illegal immigration crossing for years. But last week, a sudden spike in numbers saw Border border Patrol apprehend more than 20,000 illegal immigrants in one week. 20,000 a week. Think about that for a moment. Think about that for 52 weeks. Now think about that from now till election. How many people that is crossing the border in just this one section? And then think about what it is across the entire border. And are these people being sent back? Are immigration laws being enforced? No. What's going on? The Democrats have decided they're not going to enforce immigration laws, but instead they're going to relocate these people to Republican states. And they have a plan and of how they're going to turn red states blue through these illegal immigrants. On the morning of July 25th, agents were dealing with around 350 illegal immigrants who had crossed within the last 18 hours, mostly Haitians, but also Cubans, Colombians, and a couple from Guam. And by the way, it's not just people from countries south of our border that are crossing our borders illegally. You got people coming from around the world flying in to Mexico and countries south of our borders and then making the trip up. Now, as they are going through and they are letting these people cross the border illegally and then relocating them to Republican states, guess what? A lot of them are infected with COVID-19. COVID-positive illegal immigrants given hotel rooms in South Texas authorities were not informed. From the Daily Wire, police in South Texas were surprised to discover that illegal immigrants had been put up in hotels after being released from federal custody, and that these immigrants had possibly tested positive for COVID-19. Okay, so the article goes on for a while, but let me go ahead and make this clear. So illegal immigrants are crossing the border. They're COVID positive, and they're being sent to red states. And then what happens? There's a sudden increase in COVID cases in Republican states, and the media's narrative will be that Republicans refuse to follow the science and are putting people in danger, and that lifting the lockdowns is causing a resurgence of COVID-19. In reality, they're importing COVID-19, relocating them to Republican states, and then they're running the propaganda. It is the Democrats that are putting people in danger and who are not following the science, blatantly ignoring the science, and are causing COVID-19 cases to increase through their open border policy. They do this for the propaganda. Why? Because when they go off and they report increased cases, they're not telling where those cases are coming from. And as long as they don't tell you where it's coming from and they just tell you that the number of cases have increased, well, then they could say, see, we're not out of the pandemic yet. We need to go back to masks and lockdowns. And therefore, now is not the time to go back to election laws. We must keep the pandemic changes that were illegally and unconstitutionally done in place. And then fearmonger, it's the Republicans, they're going to kill you. If they get back in charge, you know, they're going to ignore the science and COVID is going to take the lives of your loved ones. This is how uh, evil, I want to say, yes, evil the Democrat Party is. Now, of course, what is also going on with the open borders policy is from Fox News, House Democrats vote to let illegal immigrants work as congressional staffers. Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick rips the president for the mistakes made by his administration. House Democrats passed 
a massive legislative budget this week that allows for members of Congress to hire illegal immigrants to work for them on Capitol Hill. The legislative funding bill includes language to permit DACA recipients, DREAMers, to be able to work for Congress and other legislative branches. Okay, so I can go off and read this for the entire length of the article, but let's be clear here. They're talking about foreign national citizens of foreign countries who are in our country illegally being able to work at the Capitol in D.C., helping to draft legislation, the language of the legislation, having influence over our elected leaders. Who's running the country? Us or China? Us or Mexico? Us or Brazil or Guam or Guatemala? You know, the question is, who's in charge here? Because it seems like what we have here is that the Democrats are basically saying that we, the American people, have no say in our government and that our government is run by foreign countries. That's what they are saying here. And then think about everything that has come out over the years. How many Chinese spies and other national spies have been able to infiltrate the staff of our congressional leadership? You know, as chauffeurs, as staff members, as <laughs> girlfriends and boyfriends, and so on and so forth. And now they're inviting other countries to send their people here illegally, who can then be hired to be in the halls of Congress, leaking information about what legislation is coming through, being able to influence the language of the legislation so that it can be manipulated however they want. Am I the only one here that thinks that if you're serving on Capitol Hill, you should be a citizen of this country? Unbelievable. I mean, what's next? Illegal immigrants are now going to be able to run for office. Is that the next step here? They're going to be able to run for elected office and get voted in? This is unbelievable. This is unconscionable that this is happening. Meanwhile, while they're doing that, the Biden administration is blocking Cubans escaping oppression while releasing 50,000 migrants from elsewhere into the U.S. without a court date. So the Biden administration had sent back more than two dozen Cubans seeking refuge from their home country's oppressive communist regime, even as tens of thousands of migrants from other areas of the world have been released into the U.S. without a court date. All right, so this goes on uh, pretty lengthy, and it's from the blaze, but let's but let's go on and take a look here. So Cuba is a very oppressive regime. These people have bona fide asylum claims, and they are escaping oppression, murder, their political prosecution. And the Biden administration is saying, no, 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 you're not allowed to claim asylum. Don't come here. We'll send you back. Why? Because Cubans tend to vote Republican. Why? Because Cubans look at the Democrat Party and they see Fidel Castro, that they're not dumb enough to vote for in the United States the very thing that they were escaping from Cuba. However, if you're from anywhere else in the world that has a tendency to vote Democrat, it's open borders for you. You're going to be allowed to cross the border. And even though all you're doing is seeking income, even though all you're doing is looking to make more money, they're going to claim you have a valid asylum claim even though you don't have any claim. And they're going to release you into the country with no court date for a hearing on your asylum claim or deportation. You're just allowed in and you're going to be allowed to stay. 
you're being relocated. They're being relocated to Republican states. And then the Democrats are planning to pass amnesty. That is the plan here. So for in the short run, they're going to run the propaganda whereby they are importing illegal immigrants who are infected with COVID-19 so that they can report a surge in cases in Republican states to run their propaganda. But they're also trying to fill Republican states with those who are likely to vote Democrat and then pass amnesty. But if you're being oppressed and you're likely to vote Republican if given amnesty or a pathway to citizenship, then it doesn't matter what's happening to you, what's happening in the home country, the oppression or so and so on. You're not going to be allowed in. Again, the Democrats, if election integrity laws are going to make it harder for you to cheat in the election and the people won't vote for you, replace the voters. That's what the Democrats are up to. All right. So that's it uh, for this episode. I'd like to thank you so much for listening in. Uh, Don't forget to leave me a rating and review. And if this is your first time listening, don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you never miss another episode. Thank you so much. And I will be back again soon.